guys, are you ready to get back to some more One Piece? All right, no. so we're going to go into some more. No, well, no more filler. I'm what? tired of it. There's what? nothing but sand. It's uncomfortable. It's hot. No, I'm done. Give me but the wait. fucking <laughs> main plot. Wait, you didn't like the Umbrella people or you didn't like the fucking uh, the, the shitty rubble armies for the last episode? Get it, get it out of here. Oh, oh, okay, fine. Well, uh, I mean... Give me the plot now. I know you have it in the bag. Give me the plot. I mean, but I still had, like, two or three really good uh, stories uh, that we uh, could... Uh, 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 nope. Plot. Hand. Now. I I mean, okay. Um, alright. Uh, well, uh, so I guess the villain is in a place called Rain Base? Or something? Is that good? More. Uh, and you get to go there... And it's a three-day journey, so while you're waiting, you can no, go see no, some more stuff. No, 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 one. One day. <sighs> All right. Well, that's that's what you're going to do then, I guess. Fucking, <laughs> you're just going, dude. Fine. Have it. <laughs> Who cares? I didn't have stories for you anyway. <laughs> but all right, on, on another note. <laughs> Alabasta, a once grand and prosperous kingdom, is now fading away in a whirlwind of sand and blood. Koza, a soon-to-be rebel commander, stands before the king once again, begging on behalf of the dead. There is nothing I can do. Those words ring in Koza's head. Only when witness to the ruthlessness of the king's cruelty can he truly come to the realization that Alabasta must fall. These set of episodes revolve around two points. On one end, Luffy and the gang find themselves trapped by Crocodile, and on the other end is a civil war of Alabasta with Bonclays impersonating King Cobra in order to provoke the rebel army. The real king is missing and the entire kingdom is on their way to take his throne. The royal army has no choice but to fight and we're left with the war cries on both sides, ready for one last battle. So, yay, we finally got plot. Yeah, plot. We, we <laughs> got back to the plot. <laughs> All right, so uh, Mr. Mr. Three, oof. Mr. Three, that's where we want to start, huh? <laughs> he's uh, he's alligator food. I, yeah. <laughs> he gave it a valiant <laughs> effort. Mr. Crocodile really, really didn't appreciate him barging in on his meeting. For a second, it looked like he was going to be fine, and then Crocodile was finally like, "You goddamn moron! You let them live." Mr. Three even comes out here. He's like, yeah, dude, I figured that after I failed my mission, uh, you were probably going to try to come kill me or something. So I decided to come back here and explain myself and ask for a second chance. And then Crocodile literally looks him dead ass. He's just like, no, I just wanted you dead. What is this I hear about failing a mission? <laughs> a mission? <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then Mr. Three you know, takes that shovel and digs a little deeper into his own hole. And goes, well, I... I I, they're all alive. I, I let they, they all got away. None of them are dead. <laughs> then Crocodile's <laughs> like, they're what? <laughs> and then, and, and then, and then Crocodile tries to like salvage his own confidence in Mister Three. He goes, "Well, surely you killed like one or two of them, right?" And Mister Three's just sitting there like, "Uh, no, I, I, didn't, I didn't, I didn't kill any of them." That's that's really funny because he said he's like they were they outnumbered me. There was a there was a guy with a long nose and a tiny duck. It was impossible for me <laughs> the to. The information was wrong. <laughs> it was impossible for me to. For I, me to I, handle. I also like that not caring about Mister Three 
because it shows how important he is to Crocodile. Crocodile's first instinct is actually like, so that's why the Unluckies haven't come back yet. Showing who he really cares about in this company. He, he's like stumbling, he's stumbling into so much just like, like shit he should have already known. Like, come on, man. This was a low point for Crocodile, dude. It really <laughs> is. And the only reason why he came out on top is because he's got the suck suck no jutsu. Like, <laughs> no jutsu. Maybe, maybe. Uh, well, we're on to that, right? Let, let's discuss this fruit since we're on to this. Yeah, I still yes. think it's. I still think my my theory is the way it is. It's it, the sand sand fruit. It literally is controlling the sands of time, and that's how he's killing people. He's not drying them out. He's aging them. I still feel like that's a really interesting point of view on the topic. Uh, because most people would would just say that no, yeah, he's clearly just dehydrating fuckers. I mean, it fits in the theme of the sands of time because, like, you know, Prince of Persia, that game where you use literally the sands of time to rewind time or accelerate it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. While I appreciate your insight, Devin, you you are factually wrong. <laughs> you are well, <laughs> you are in fact wrong. Uh, no. uh, I'm gonna chime in here and say he's not entirely wrong. All right, you gonna you gonna dilly dally here? I'm gonna dilly dally here. Sure. We're not going to talk about it here, but you are both right and wrong. I'm sorry. It's going to I'm keep it vague, but you you are onto something. I tell you what. I tell you what. You are onto something. Oh, is this like is this like a we're going to revisit this in like 300 episodes when Yeah, it might be. Oh my god. <laughs> Maybe. It might be. What? Maybe. Oh it very God. well might be. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so, what, what so, you're telling me is this. He's probably going to get an upgrade later on that allows him to is time Crocodile travel. Crocodile going to be a good guy? Crocodile's going to be a good guy one day, isn't he? I don't know about all this. He's going to be a good guy. Man, now you're just fucking crazy. That's Yeah, stupid. I'm crazy. No, it won't be an upgrade, but just don't worry about it. Someone gets an upgrade. I hate this. I'm with you now, Devin. I hate this. Right. I would never lie to you. Anyway, so You're not yeah, right got... right now. You're right in 500 episodes. I've literally never lied to you. Ever. Not once. Remember that time you said that that one character wasn't going to be you know prevalent ever again? I've never lied to you twice. <laughs> or when the bug bite didn't matter. <laughs> I've never lied to you thrice. <laughs> Fool me once. Shame on me. <laughs> or no, shame on you. <laughs> All right, so Crocodile ate the, ate the Sooner Sooner fruit, which allows him to control sand at will. And it's a very interesting power because, uh, you know, Gara no Jutsu out here. But he also is like Smoker because he himself am sand. I mean, it's kind of hard to miss that when his head gets cut off and it's just like, lol, <laughs> look at me, I'm not dead. Lol, look at me, I turned to dust and came back and now I am me again. <laughs> yeah, well, Smoker does it all the time. Right? We already know. We already know someone who can do that. So this is now, what, the third that we've met? between Ace, Smoker, and now Crocodile that have those really sweet-seeming powers where they just kind of exist as a thing and an element. What do you mean? You don't... You, you, are you forgetting about that random goon girl from the movie who can turn herself to water or whatever the, <laughs> the fuck? Fucking, the fucking water chick, How dare dude. you put some respect on her name? No. Shut the... F- disrespect your surroundings. <laughs> the one that Nami beat be- by putting her I in a fucking a jar. jar. <laughs> Holy shit, is that how Smoker's gonna get defeated? They're all just gonna get jarred? Stop it. <laughs> everyone gets it. Stop that Everyone right get now. your pickles. Pour them out. <laughs> we going on. I, I hate this. I hate this rabbit hole that we're putting ourselves <laughs> you in. You did this to me. <laughs> well, me- memes aside, uh, you know, they do fight. And uh, I'd want to hear how you how you think uh, Luffy or, or Sanji or whoever is going to start fighting this crocodile man. Here's your answer. Whack. Whack. 
Quack. 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 Karu is the main character. Karu is Karu is the One Piece. Karu, your joke for you younger people out there. Look up Mighty Ducks. Hell yeah! <laughs> hey, <laughs> look up Mighty Ducks. I didn't realize that's why we were quacking. I thought we yeah, were just like, yeah. That's the chant. That's the chant for Mighty Ducks. They just quacked <laughs> off the ice, dude. <laughs> I just, <laughs> well, I want to talk about Karu. What a fucking homie, dude. Hell yeah. This man is like the Roadrunner Duck Man of Legend, and, and as soon as he made it to the to the castle too, I just want to point out what a hydro homie. I am I am a hydro homie. This man is gulping down water like it's nobody's business. Guzzling. <laughs> he be guzzling. So the point of Caro was that he brought a letter to the king via, uh, you know, just running his ass through the desert. Vivi wanted to send a message over to the king, which I think we saw in the last set of episodes, right? I, not these. Not yeah, this I want to say it was two sets ago yeah yeah so after vivi made the message then kadu went ahead and ran that son bitch all the way to alubarda the the capital of alabasta and uh made sure that cobra chaka and pell were made aware of the situation who was running the the whole fucking uh the stig and what's going on in the in the in the kingdom and cobra and the rest of them are like Dude, we, we know where we have to be. Fuck this castle. Fuck everything. We're going straight to the source. We're going to get Crocodile, baby. And uh, that was actually kind of hype. I kind of forgot about that scene because uh, that's not how I remember the rest of the arc playing out. And little did I know, like two episodes later, they, they explain what ends up happening. It's because they, <laughs> they don't do it. That's the reason yeah, why. Yeah, it's yeah. it's <laughs> because they don't do that. They're just like, lol, psych. Everything we said we were going to do, we're just going to send one amazing fucking A-10 warthog of, of, of fruit power. <laughs> and so he sent the, the one and very, the, the, the hawk man himself, Bird Bird Fruit, off to scout the lands. And, uh, you know, he's a fighter jet. <laughs> he's a fighter. He is the literally, embodiment of murder. Literally just has machine guns that materialize out of nowhere. On top of the fact of makes fighter jet noises when he flies yeah. by. I have never, I have never had a harder erection for a country that was not the United States than I did when I saw <laughs> Pell. <laughs> and then, and then it went super flaccid when he gets defeated three minutes later. And then he gets, he gets defeated two minutes later, dude. <laughs> so there are two things I want to point out before we get to the defeat. Uh, number one is that Pell, um, if you notice when he was talking about his devil fruit, he ate the bird bird fruit model falcon, which I think this is the first. Uh, of the Zoan types that just define uh, models. So there are other bird bird fruits. It implies that, that they're manufactured. It does imply that, doesn't it? Uh, there might be more on that later. <laughs> Much later. And then point number two is he makes a very specific uh, note about his fruit that only like six devil fruit are imbued with the power of flight like his is. I want to clarify that. I think he's talking about if you take away the model portion of the devil fruit, then yes. Like, the bird bird fruit is a devil fruit that can give you the power of flight. But I, I would venture a guess to say that there's, like, literally 20 variants of bird there's devil fruit. Smoker yeah. himself can fly. <laughs> yeah, like, Smoker can fucking fly. So I think I think he might either specifically be talking about Zoans or specifically be talking about a subsect of Zoan or, like... I believe he's, he's talking about a specific 
but one where they're dedicated to flying rather than just like being having the ability to fly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, that's just speculation. I'm <laughs> maybe Oda didn't think this through, and, and eventually he was like, "All right, maybe there's more than six. And then, uh, and then of course we get uh, a reintroduction of everyone's uh, favorite mysterious brunette, Miss All Sunday, uh, rocking that sweet cowgirl costume. Uh, coming out of nowhere and showing off her devil fruit, which is the uh, Hara Hara no Mi if you're Japanese, and it's the flower flower fruit if you are uh, reading it in English translation. And she can sprout body parts like flowers. So how'd she make that explosion happen? Well, I, I, I'll, I'll counter with this. Not that it's much of a counter. It's more like, uh, adi- in addition to the scene with the explosion, if you look back, there was a point where uh, she first introduced herself to the rest of the Straw Hats. And they all start to like draw their weapons. And if you remember... Uh, everyone got immediately disarmed, and they did. They, the animators made very specific care not to like show too much or whatever. They maybe they didn't already know at that point, but I'm sure they did. Uh, but everyone got disarmed, and they didn't show how they got disarmed. So now we know the reason they got disarmed is because she like just fucking sprouted thirty fucking hands from you know off screen or behind their backs and threw their weapons out of their hands or yep, whatever. Yep. If a billion hands come out of the ground or out of my body and take my weapons away from me, how am I not going to draw attention to that? Well, I'd like to equate it to sort of sleight of hand. And like, since in that scene, everyone's literally staring at her like, this is the enemy. She just mm-hmm. killed uh, Igram and their focus is way too straight. And she easily took advantage of that and just like disarmed them real quick before they had a chance to, to fight. Yeah, I, I, I agree 100%, Jordy. Fuck you, Devin. I'm just kidding. <laughs> So did she kill Pal? That's what I want to know. Like we heard his back crack, but we all know anime lies. No, honestly, uh, her her ability is honestly one of my favorites because it just goes to show that when you are one of those brutal, like brute style powers, she can just kind of make you. Uh, immo- the, she can just kind the, of immobilize you. The title you. of her fruit, you would never guess that that is how it would end up working. Yeah, this is why that I, like I would it. agree with. That I agree the flower with flower fruit lets you spring body parts not only off of yourself but other people. Not like you summon flowers or something like that. You right. summon your own body parts. Well, <laughs> that's why I said it's like some Lovecraftian weird shit yeah. going on. It's like, some wacky shit. That's that why was it's it. one of the most entertaining <laughs> fruits to me. It's because you would never in a hundred years guess like she can grow her own body parts. Like what? And uh, she she throws shade at Pell, dude. She goes, this is the strongest of Alabasta. Mm-hmm. This is Two. the strongest Alabasta has, and then just fucking knocks that soul bitch to the ground. What he a also good. just, like, as a co- like, character design, looks awesome, and then they I just know. spit on him. Like they make that. him, it's I mean, like, they, for, for lack of a better term, they make him look like a peregrine falcon. Right? <laughs> yep. So, in addition to Chaka Pell uh, getting revealed all Sunday in Crocodile, we also uh, obviously remet our favorite Smoky Boy Smoker, uh, who happened to be chasing the Straw Hats through uh, Rain. What's the town called again? I base. Okay, so yeah, so in in Rain Base, you know, fucking Smoker and Tishigi and the rest of the Marines were chasing our favorite Straw Hatty boys, and they all got split up. Whatever. And as as they're running through town in rain dinners, uh, fucking nonsense is happening, gags left and right, and then eventually they get shown they are the guest of honors, and they all follow them over to their VIP lounge. <laughs> and 
Fucking, before we even get to the next part, like, I gotta talk about this stupid shit. The VIP lounge, as soon as they run down the hallway, there's literally two signs that say, the left is for the VIPs, and the right is for pirates. And of course, because this is One Piece, what do our protags do? Well, we're pirates, so of course we gotta go to the right. And, you know, I like, it's to believe not- both, I like to believe that both hallways go to the same place. <laughs> yeah, like both of them. Both of them would have just been a pitfall. I mean, that that, that would have been fine. I guess that would have been better. But oh my god, you know the funniest thing too is like it wasn't that long of a hallway. Like they could have like looked. Brendan, Brendan, I I am not surprised that these people run with their head facing down. Yeah, how many times say, they they're lose like, each other? They're like toddlers that just run without looking. <laughs> they literally run head first, but face down, like they're swimming. Like... Oh my god. <laughs> Fine, whatever. Okay, so then Pitfall happens, and oh, uh, Smoker can fly, but in this particular space, I guess he falls because reasons. The walls of the uh, the walls of the Pitfall were, had the the stone in it too. All right, uh, before we get to the stone, uh, well, maybe he did could have fallen, but he was like, Luffy's going down there. That means I get to go down there too. Don't you dare give me that! He did the whole same thing like the rest of them. He was like, no, I don't want to fall! <laughs> don't you fucking dare give me that. I don't know what happened here, to be honest. The writers, or, or Oda himself, I don't think Oda wrote this scene. Did he? Did you read the manga for this chapter? I Yeah, no, This this I'm, I'm like 90% sure did this happened. this chase happen. happened? I'm pretty sure it did, yes. Alright, so, so Oda way. himself goes, how do I get these people stuck in a jail cell? And he <laughs> said, alright, fuck it. I'm just gonna run in through a casino and fall in a pit. Nah, I'm not gonna explain it. I have a deadline, all right? I get it. I, that's, I feel that's it. That's fair. So they 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 land in in a jail cell. So now 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 they're all together, right? And uh, the the thing I I originally wanted to talk about was uh, we also got introduced to a fancy mineral called sea prism stone. Mm-hmm. Is it an area of effect thing, or is it a only untouched thing that stops them? I've always thought of it as kryptonite. If it if it touches you, you're like your your poop brain, and if it's around you, you're weak. The touch is like the super effective. Like it's like uh, it's like if you get cut, it's like shit. All right, but if you're around a knife, you're like I gotta be careful. That's the effect here, where the the, the power is like I can't I can't interact with this thing. They did explicitly say it's an aura. Yes, and I I definitely feel like I pick up I'm picking up what you're putting down. But regardless, so we were introduced to Sea Prism Stone. It has the same aspects or properties of the ocean and it can basically make devil fruit users become powerless that is that is what it it is and smoker happens to have a little bit at the tip of his spear that he keeps away from himself because he doesn't want to accidentally beef himself and he pokes luffy with it so there so that's how they could be stuck in the prison and crocodile gets to do his crocodile thing and just taunt our heroes the whole fucking time and we get, we get a, mo- a villain monologue about what their plan is yo no stop this is what i love the most no no, no he does it but then they give us the actual scenes of his plan yeah. unfolding instead which is Thank which is what i like god please which don't, better. don't way give better. me fucking 10 minutes of it's a villain monologuing better. the plan just show me me the fucking plan and, and then and, cut and, back and, to the heroes you know, we cut back and the crocodile goes so eh eh <laughs> pretty good plan right that's good shit right pretty good plan all right so this was uh this was his plan he was uh his, he called it operation utopia which which implies that he's but he wants to he, he wants to usurp it and rebuild it in his own image but yeah, so we got the fucking ship that flew out of fucking nowhere, just so happy to have all these weapons on it. Bonclay 
or made him or made fake became fake king and then uh what did mr four do was he even in this ep i think at the end of one of the episodes that him and uh merry christmas were in charge of uh capturing the the king in the first place they don't show us how it happened they just tell us that it happened you know even though we kind of glossed over it i do want to say I really vibed with the way they tried to give you the narrative of Koza's like story at the beginning of uh, the last step we watched 107. You know, it, it starts off with Koza originally working in uh, what's it called? It's not Aruba. What's the town Yuba. again? Yuba, Yuba. Sorry, working in Yuba with his old man, uh, just trying to like you know fucking make ends meet in the drought as you do. And Koza's like, dude, I didn't come out here to believe in a king. I came out here to start something real for people. I came out here to, you know, do something great. And there's there are whispers that the king's fucking us. And if he's not fucking us, he sure shit ain't helping us. And it's like, I, I could kind of vibe with where you're coming from, big guy. I mean, I and, feel it. And the, the scene where he's confronting the king again in the throne room after he's already grown up, mm. it's, it's, it's a pretty good scene. You haven't changed a bit from the old days, have you? Yes, I have. Now I can fight. And I swear, I'll come back here. And when I do... I'm gonna take your reign from you. It's pretty good. I've grown up to be a man. He realizes that nothing's really changed for him. I think that's like one of his demons that you're supposed to get as a viewer is like Koza recognizes that his position in the rebel army and what he's trying to do, he faces his own conflictions and fails to completely buy into what he wants to do and the solution he wants to come up with. And it isn't until they finally go all in on the main climactic moment between him and fake King where fake King shoots him and Koza doesn't realize what's going on. And he's, you know, this, this is like what he was pissed off the most about and what he kept saying to the, to, to Cobra was, do you have any, don't you understand? Don't you know how these people felt as they died of thirst? They felt no hatred or anger towards you. It isn't the king's fault this is happening to us. He's a great leader. Those were the words on their lips as they died. They never lost faith in you. But now you come here and apologize. And what happens to their faith? At least have the decency to lie and say you're innocent. And even he, he wasn't even 100% sure. He's leading the rebel army and he was like, you know, it's not that I know he's being a fucker. It's just that he's not making the right enough decisions and something's got to change. And, you know, this is... Well, it's it's setting up the perfect martyr in Crocodile's plan. Yes, it is. Uh, it, it's fun uh, thinking about Koza's uh, internal conflict here where he's like, he wants to help the people. But in order to help the people, he has to burn down the country. And that, that was the thing Brendan was trying to talk about. Where, like, in the beginning, he was like... Can I really kill all these people and burn this country to save the other side of the people? And eventually he was he was like, yes, I, I guess we got to burn it down. But it's also interesting just seeing it like us as a viewer, seeing how much of a pawn he's being used and he doesn't even know it. And that's where Vivi comes in, because Vivi is essentially where the viewer is at. And she understands she sees the whole map right there. And she's she's uh, she's pretty much crying and like just exasperated because she can't do anything about it. And it's really, it was a really fun scene watching her like start crawling, where she's like, I can still crawl, right? You got me tied up. That doesn't mean nothing to me. <laughs> Poor Vivi, dude. Like, she's just, 
She's trying out here. Yeah, she is. With the whole scene, though, between Koza and seeing the king, I, I'm still surprised that Koza didn't catch on to that it wasn't the actual king. For the sense of, we, we, we as the audience, I mean, granted, Koza didn't, wasn't, you know, privy to the conversation. When he first, you know, as a little boy, yelled at the king about, you know, you know, just venting, you know, threatening to try and, you know, beat him up, you know what I mean? He, the king says, like, you know, the whole part, you know, like, the, the reason all the, all Koza's doing is saying what the people want. To, or trying to say to the king. And so that's why he wasn't getting mad. So seeing the king react negatively towards him should have, I feel like it should have really set, I don't know, like. Well, he was looking for a reason to fight. That's, that's the thing here. Like he was on the edge. He was in between both sides here. He was like, he wants to fight, but he doesn't want to do it against the king. And the king basically gave him an excuse and he is, his rational mind wasn't there. And he was just like, all right, I guess we're fighting. No, oh, yeah, I could see that. At this point, I feel like, I mean, obviously, that's that's always going to be kind of a throwaway plot point or argument that, you know, rational thoughts being thrown out that they're, they're thinking irrationally, so you can't really hold them too accountable. But I feel like what the 107 did well was they tried very hard to paint you a picture of Koza descending into his frustration and his his own personal madness uh, and his uncertainty towards his own goal and his own ambition, all culminating into the point where he finally faced the king. Well, faced fake king, and uh, evidently got shot, and then that decided this is this is it. Yeah, gained the conviction he needed, and I I really like that about 107. Very very nice narrative. Mwah. Like, like once I saw him get shot, like I, I just was like, okay, whatever. He'll be up in like five minutes. <laughs> yeah, like because again, we've already confirmed bullets don't work. Guns don't work. I mean, Guns the bullets work. work. They don't kill. We need to. We need to change that. The bullets don't kill. <laughs> Press X to doubt. Bullets, bullets hurt. Bullets wound. They never kill. <laughs> Unless you're in a flashback. If you're in a flashback, you're getting gatted. No character is safe in the flashback. Be uh before we get too far away from like internal conflict and stuff, I I found it um I found it quite interesting in the in the first episode, one oh four, when Crocodile's explaining to his agents about the uh Operation Utopia and um he finally lets on to the rest of them that the straw hats are going to be a problem. Crocodile's like, Yeah, you see those guys? They gotta die. But and and everyone's like, all right. But like Bonclay has an has a face where you can actually see he's like probably for the first time during this job he's visibly conflicted about <laughs> having to kill people because even though it was a sh- it was a short like I don't know twenty minutes or whatever that they were hanging out on the boat together, you know he. He was he was having a grand old time, and he 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 actually like legitimately loves these guys, and now he learns that he has to he has to kill them, otherwise crocodiles can murder him. See, I didn't really read that from him. I read from him like where he's like he's realizing like, well, I could see where you're coming from, but like what I saw him was like the realization of like, holy shit, like. I actually ran into them, and I can't believe I you know me being such a goon for you know didn't realize this. Like I was right next to him. I could have stopped everything to make our you know make our lives easier. But then I you know I mean obviously plot. I'm I'm gonna say I am 100% in Devin's camp on this, but I love that interpretation, and I'm flipping sides. Fuck that. That is <laughs> I, amazing. I agree. 
Yeah, no. When I, yeah, when I saw it, he, he looks he looks very much in pain at the realization. Because you're absolutely that right. He yeah, he, he looks very him. upset with himself. And I mean, there are different ways to read, you know, confliction or whatever. I've always just set read that scene as, God damn it, I can't believe I messed up this bad. But you know, I I like yours so much more. <laughs> and they they keep reiterating the fact that they still don't know who Sanji is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even mm-hmm. though even though Bon Clay met him. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. He, no, he Sanji didn't. wasn't on the boat. He does not reveal Sanji's face when he scrolls through everybody that he knows. Sanji's always out of the scene whenever anybody with the Baroque folks interact with the Straw Hats. Sanji wasn't there when he was fighting uh, when they were fighting five and all of them. He was in the kitchen when they met Bon Clay. He wasn't awake when he, when Sora was fighting all the goons. He's he's effectively never been there. Fucking how? <laughs> I just explained it. I literally just explained it. <laughs> That's what I mean. I understand you explained it, but it's just like, I, I was going to bitch about that. I was like, how they saw him on the boat, but you're, you're saying he was in the kitchen? And I'm just yeah, thinking, like, yeah. how no, he- on earth has this goon just like glided by without being realized? <laughs> and he, he himself keeps saying it. He goes, they still don't know I exist, by the way. And, but, <laughs> and again, not in the cell with the rest of the goons as well. Yeah. <laughs> He's out yep, there. See? Surprise, surprise. He's going to kick it open. <laughs> Sanji's gonna be the fucking rogue agent. Sanji, as always, is gonna be the one that comes and saves the day. He has just a natural stealth score of like eighty. <laughs> and uh, we get the beginning here, running joke for for you know future reference. Uh, Chopper seen as a pet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> first they have time a pet reindeer. <laughs> they've got this pet reindeer. <laughs> I, I also like the fact of like how like even a uh, crocodile like explained his plan, but like like they did the cutaway of like everyone just realizing the plan afterwards and like giving the secret missions, which I'm really excited to see like what else is on those you know super secret written down miss- or missions. They're all accounted for at this point, except for the only ones who might have an additional task are probably uh, one and. Shit, what was her code name? Blue hair. No, they were the they were in charge of the ship. Right. But I'm saying they may have one they they're the only ones who might have like another thing, right? Like the only Yeah. F- uh Merry Christmas and four, they're in charge of stealing the the, the dude. Uh and then it's Bonclay's job to be the dude. Yeah. So like they're they're we the, pretty much all of their missions have been accounted for. See, I thought there was gonna be like secondary objectives. I feel like the, the secondary objective is just running interference. Just making sure everything stays in place. Which they do with that small child that they murder, allegedly. Yep. I don't allegedly. think the kids die. Come on. They don't kill a kid. Could you imagine, though? Could you imagine if they didn't kill Koza, but they fucking murdered that kid? Yeah, no. Like, I wrote I wrote down, I was like, did they just, did they just kill a kid? Like, in One Piece? <laughs> One Piece? Did they just kill murder? a Kobe? Murder a Kobe? Could you imagine... I uh I I feel like I am good on most of the topics we've covered here today. Do we uh do we have any other? Uh, there's a panda man in these episodes, by the way. I saw it on the slot machine. Uh, there's a drunk panda man in the uh in the casino. Really? There was? Yeah. There's a. I think he walks arm in arm with another drunk guy, or like their arms are around each other's shoulder, or something like that. Oh, I didn't catch that one. But it's somewhere in the casino when they're running through. I do have another thought for you know question. So when we get to Crocodile's casino place, there's like a massive lake, obviously, because, you know, giant crocodiles there. And since, you know, he we know he sucks the water out of things. Is the water dead people? 
Uh, and is the water also just the stolen rain from the rest of the country? That is an interesting thought. Uh, that is very interesting. It's a good thought. idea. Don't they specify, though, that rain base is like one of the only places specifically getting rain still, though? I'm going to hit you with this one, Devin. Uh, I don't remember, but you're probably not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, seems like we have nothing else here, right? I'm pretty I, good. I, I think we're good. We're yeah, pretty good. I'm, we're pretty I'm good. good. All right. Uh, next week episodes are 108 to 110. So let's start with these quotes. Uh, I have kind of a few quotes. Um I'm, I've got. I'll start with a. Uh, my favorite like hit one was uh from episode one, when uh, Luffy and uh Vivi are fighting, and it it really hits Vivi when uh, Luffy finally does the whole like we're friends, aren't we? And you know I I I understand that that's probably not viable, but I really like when Vivi finally breaks down and starts like tearing up or whatever and luffy just like fucking dead ass goes like look you can cry and he even like tells her he's like i know how much this how much this hurts you you want to get crocodile the most let's just fucking do it and she's just like bawling she's like oh i know let's fucking do it i'm tired of this shit i, I forgot about it where he, he does say like he you tears because if you think about it, she hasn't cried one bitch oh she just is frowned no, she's been trying to be the super strong princess. The only time we've seen her cry was in her backstory uh, that one time at the summit after she got punched by the king dude or whatever and then was like... I mean, I, I feel like we, we, we've we seen her like tear up, but she hasn't like flat out bawled yeah. like that before. She keeps biting right. her lip. Yeah. She always bites her lips and starts bleeding. Always. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then... The next one I got is in episode two when um, they're <laughs> I think it's when the fucking the Baroque works goods are like leaving. They're going to uh, to meet with the with the crocodile or whatever. And I think it's Mr. Two that says it. He's like, I can't put my finger on it, but something stinks. I can't help but feel like something's lurking in the shadows as the camera pans to Mr. <laughs> three, literally just tailing them. <laughs> rope and all like to their carriage or whatever <laughs> fucking idiots i tell you and then uh the third one i got really caught me off guard i had to re i had to repeat it okay so this was by usopp in episode three when they were running in the casino it was so fast <laughs> this man flames smoker so hard when they're running away from him in the middle of the casino he, as as they're being chased he turns around and goes what's that refugee from an ashtray doing following us all the way out here Great. what's that refugee from an ashtray doing in a casino at rain Bank? if you ask me i'd say he's developed a special affection for luffy here <laughs> what wow yeah, I heard that one too. Dude, the dubs, the dubs go in. Yeah, apparently. What a fucking man, dude. Uh, wow. <laughs> On the topic of silly dubs, another silly dub, which is uh, one of my quotes. So they're they're in the cage, right? And Luffy keeps trying to escape, and Nami's like, "You gotta stop doing this, you you idiots. We're, we're trying to get out of here. Think of something smarter." And then Crocodile calls her out, and she says she she calls her high spirited. You're certainly a high spirited young lady. Whatever. You better go ahead and enjoy yourself while you've still got the time, mister. Because when these fellas get out of here, they're going to kick your smug butt up and down the Grand Line like a flabby beach ball. Right, Luffy? Yeah! You better believe we will, buddy! <laughs> oh, I gotta start I love, watching the dub. I love that stupid shit. The dub 
the dub lines are pretty good. Oh man! Well, since I'm doing mine, my other one is um when the when the little kid is trying to join the the rebel army and he keeps spouting things like he's not afraid and wanting to die or whatever. And then Koza goes, "Oh, hold hold up, there, son! Fight! I'm not scared of getting injured or even dying." That's where you're different from us, and why I can't let you join our ranks. We're all afraid, and none of us want to fight. Well, why do you fight then, Koza? We don't do it because we want to. We do it because we have to. Because that's what our country needs us to do. Whether you understand that or not makes little difference. So just leave. And it's a pretty good moment coming from the from the leader here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel it. Flappy beach ball. <laughs> <laughs> you better believe it, buddy. Better believe it. <laughs> uh, I had two. Uh, the first one is uh, what's it called? Uh, when they're just getting into the the what's it called the the casino and. Like, Luffy's screaming at the top of his lungs, Crocodile, where are you? And then they, you know, immediately afterwards, uh, you know, everyone else catches up to him saying, like, stop, you know, stop screaming. You're not going to find him. And then they all start screaming after Mona realizing. Whoa, hold on. Without Vivi, we don't even know what Crocodile looks like. Now that you mention it, where is Vivi? Vivi! Crocodile! That's just let him. Because they come to, they realize, they, they go, wait a minute, we don't know what he looks like. <laughs> <laughs> they have no idea what they're doing. Finally, oh we've God. realized. This is what happens when you try to rush the plot. This is it. <laughs> Get him out But then uh, my other one is kind of like in a little edgy one, which is uh, from Crocodile when they're in, tra- trapped in the cage, which is uh, you're going to die get together, so why not get along first? Because I, I just love the execution of it because it's just so... It, it's just so... I don't know what about it. It just hits different. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel it. It's, it's got that menacing tone. It's this yeah. menace, but like just mocking tone. I, R- Crocodiles, I'm really liking a lot Ooh, in good, terms good. of the villains so far, just from how he portrays Even, even with those few hiccups of like, how the fuck did you not know that Mr. Three didn't fucking kill the Straw Hats? <laughs> <laughs> even with those few fuck-ups in there? <laughs> yes, yeah, I will not forgive him for the fact that as a person who should be part, like, the the most secure, the most you know, <laughs> roguish, <laughs> and being the most blind. But at the same time, I think at the end of the day, he does make a goddamn good villain. Yeah, we like to see it. Hell yeah. Um, I have uh, I have two quotes. Um, the first of which is when they're uh, they they get they fall into the VIP pirate trap. <laughs> and they're all falling, and each of the, each of them has their own uh, their own dumb thing that they say. This is certainly unexpected. I can't believe we fell for this old trick. It's an outbreak of my old. I end up swimming when I fall into a dark pit to see. I hate trapdoors. <laughs> uh, God damn it, who's up? And then, uh, and then uh, Luffy falls in after him. Uh, my second quote though is um is an, is along the same lines of um Devin's. Uh, it's a crocodile quote. If you listen closely, I wager you can hear the howls of the kingdom, and they all scream the same thing: protect Alabaster, protect Alabaster, protect Alabaster. Oh, you're so cruel. 
It's heartbreaking, isn't it? Their love for the kingdom will be what destroys it. <laughs> it was so cool how they showed that too, because what what they did was that you just hear the the voiceover of Crocodile going "Protect Alabasta," and you see a still of the rebel army in complete rage, and you see "Protect Alabasta," and then a new still of Chaka and the and the you know the the king army you know preparing to defend the castle and all that stuff and he's just the one on top fucking being the little puppet master and he's just going they're all trying to protect what they they want to protect their country but they're going to be the ones that tear it all apart but that's what sets him like as a villain so much higher on a pedestal versus anything we've seen before now like all the other villains that we've you know dealt with they've just been like strong really this guy is just like he's methodical he's He's one, he's physically strong. We know it because of how his fruit, you know, power works in general. And two, just how like his execution of his plans, they're just ruthless. They're, they're ruthless and they're so well thought out. Like that we got Kuro Hu, master of a thousand (laughs) plans. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. This dude's got a a several year plan because he, because he explicitly states he's like Baroque's work. Baroque works. Its entire point has been for me to take over Alabasta the entire time. Every single thing you've done up to this point has been for the single sole purpose of me taking over this country. Which is a funny revelation where, where Bond Clay goes, wait a minute, that the, the bounty hunters were led by a pirate the whole time? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we didn't really talk one about that, did we? One that's endorsed by the government, no less. Yep. And they're immediately like, oh, Really? you're the you're the guy and he essentially gives him the equivalent of like you got a problem with that and they go nope good it's kind of funny too because they're in a secret room inside his casino (laughs) (laughs) they're surprised that it's crocodile (laughs) you think at a certain point yeah that's that's the golden ham in the tone of villains i i wouldn't like to finally put crocodile up there do it i agree yeah yeah, um, Croc- Crocodile absolutely is the second best villain. Followed playing five D chess shortly after Buggy, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> Did we give it to another villain? Kuro, no, yeah, Kuro, Kuro definitely has one. All right, so we give it to and, Kuro. First, and te- <laughs> technically, Django does too. Actually, a lot of bad guys have it, don't they? Uh, well, we definitely gave it. To, we definitely gave it to uh, to uh, shit uh, uh, Geen. We definitely gave one to Gein at one point. <laughs> oh shit, we did, right? Damn, I'm forgetting uh, everything. Also, on, probably if, if not the same episode, uh, but closely following it, we gave it to uh, oh god, Hachi. No, no, Hachi, Hachi, Hachan. Oh, Hachi. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hachan. All right, Dylan. Dylan, you're gonna delete all that, right? You mean I'm looking like a fool here. Delete the evidence that I'm a whole ass fool. I'm, I'm looking like a real fool, thinking this is the first villain. <laughs> yeah, this is not. <laughs> Crocodile wins. Crocodile! <laughs> yep. So uh, if you want to see a photo that we're going to be uploading to Instagram, we have an Instagram now. And uh, yeah, follow us on Twitter. I don't think we're done. I th- it sounds like Jordy wants to do something what? else here. Oh, mm-hmm. shit. Uh, no. Was there been? Oh, I'm done. You, you kept making it sound like you wanted to do like a Brendan trivia or something. No, nope. you, you would have done that before the ham. Yeah, I would have done that before. Yeah, right. Christian, get your shit together. Come on. God, yeah, that's not cool. Christ, get Fucking us back animal. on the plot. Crocodile, <laughs> 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 where are you? <laughs> <laughs> Stevie, where are you?
Alright, are we done? We're done. <laughs> <Rip>. <laughs>